0: Oh, Chronicles of what? Chronicles of Zoom. I don't wanna see. I don't have the room. Zoom, cry. Zoom, cry. It's a song. Kind of. Synchronicity will take you along. And here's your home Travis William Skink-Matear. Okay, welcome to a special Christmas episode of ZoomCron. I'm your host, Travis Mateer, and I am recording this introduction on Christmas Eve. Um, And it's actually going to be a pretty interesting, albeit short, conversation um, with someone I've known for for quite some time. Um, His name is Glenn Harley-Stevens, and... um, you know, to to just say that something like you know he's a homeless man is a it's a pretty reductive statement because um, the man has lived a very long life before um, he became a person on the streets who I became familiar with um, back when I started working at the Pavarello Center, uh, local homeless shelter here in Missoula, Montana, in two thousand eight, and so I knew Harley very well. Um, interestingly enough, I actually read a poem on Veterans Day this year, eleven eleven. In which Harley was mentioned because the poem itself was about cockeyed, excuse me, cockeyed Joe, a good friend of Harley's, and Harley was the person who, who basically saw Joe die in front of him and um, and got the authorities to take Joe to the hospital. And so I read that poem not knowing that around that time Harley was being released from prison. He had spent about five years in prison. Um, We discussed that a little bit, although uh, Harley references a completely separate incident. Um, and it's really hard to kind of say, you know, what what his recollections might be in terms of accuracy. You know, Harley freely admits that um, he's got a brain injury from a car accident. He was hit by a car. That sort of, you know, started his, his life on the streets from his telling. Um, and the reason I actually interviewed Harley yesterday on December 23rd, 2021, is because I got a call on my phone from someone that I think does security for the social security office. um, Someone that actually knows Harley. And so they were trying to put Harley in contact with someone to help him because he was not able to stay at the Pavarello Center, from my understanding. I think an incident occurred. um, Harley can be volatile. He can escalate quickly. Um, He definitely slammed his fist on my table here in my studio a few times. Um, We recorded in the evening time after hours so that no one else was sort of around. Um, I wanted to be mindful of the fact that, you know... There, there are challenges to trying to have conversations sometimes with people that are uh, in various stages of crisis, although I'm sure Harley wouldn't explain or wouldn't wouldn't say that he was in crisis, so to speak. Um, his plan was to stay on the streets last night. Um, he had a good amount of cash on him, although not as much cash as he says that he usually makes on a good night, which can be well over a uh, hundred dollars. Uh, he had about, I think, probably 35 dollars in cash. He actually gave me a dollar because I, I gave him my yerba mate, so so he wanted to make sure to pay me for my for the drink that I gave him, the non-alcoholic drink. Uh, speaking of alcohol, though, uh, Harley was certainly in his cups. He had about um, yeah maybe a third, uh, a little bit more of a liter of vodka. Um, he took a few pulls of that vodka while we while we talked, and after our twenty-minute conversation. He requested that I take him to the ox, and so I drove him to the ox and dropped him off there. So this will be an interesting conversation again with someone who I've known for a while. Um, I actually talked to Municipal Judge Cath—excuse me, I'm burping here—Kathleen uh, Jenks on the phone maybe a few months ago, kind of feeling out if she'd be interested in doing an interview, and she said she was interested. So I'm very. Interested myself in following up with her because the reason I talked to Kathleen Jenks many, many, many years ago is because of her frustration with Mr. Stevens, with Harley. Um, he had, I think, well over 100 you know separate cases sort of that went through her municipal court. Um, she struggled with, you know, what can actually be done in terms of treatment. She didn't just want to punish him for all of his low level, you know, behavior related issues because it was so much surrounding his alcoholism. You know he refers to himself as a bum, and it, just a really interesting perspective that the judge had, and and we we shared the frustration, and we had a very honest conversation, you know, years ago about Mr. Stevens, and that was before he uh, had, had an incident in which he stabbed a fellow homeless man under the Reserve Street Bridge in 2015. Um, that's the incident that landed him in prison. Uh, the the man that he stabbed, Arthur Hawks. Uh, his street name is Mudduck. Mudduck Mud, Duck. Uh, Mud Duck has since passed away. I, I'm pretty sure it was he actually died while in county detention. I think he, I can't remember specifically, but something happened in jail in which Arthur Hawks passed away. Um, I know Arthur was a veteran. Um, you know, Glenn claims to be a veteran. I don't. I have never seen any of the DD two fourteen forms. Um, I take people at, at face value for the most part, unless there's specific reason to to not do so. Um, So I'm going to stop talking now because I'm running out of battery power and I want to try and get this all balanced and ready to go for Christmas Day. So again, you're listening to ZoomCron. I'm your host, Travis Mateer. You can hit me up at willskink at yahoo.com. That used to be my pseudonym. Now it's my LLC. So that's W-I-L-L-S-K-I-N-K at yahoo.com. And I may say a few things at the outro. So thank you so much. Here you go. Glenn Harley-Stevens. Okay, so it is now recording. It is December 23rd, and I am in my studio with Harley. Harley, can you say hello? Hello. Um, so it's a pleasure to actually have you in here, Harley. Um, you know, you're hardcore. You're not cold when you're outside. Um, I'm kind of a wimp, and I, I am very cold when I'm outside, and it's winter wintertime. Um, but you gave me a call earlier tonight, because um, I gave you my card, and we used to know each other. Back when I worked at the Poverello Center, so your outreach. I was the outreach. Let me here hold on. I'm gonna um, adjust your microphone How just do so you I can.
1: A drink of
0: that? You want to drink of my yerba I mate? Have,
1: I have no diseases. They gave me a clean bill of health at the hospital.
0: Well, please drink some yerba mate. Um, I. I just need to sip
1: to my. Drink.
0: Well, that that's yours. The rest is all yours now. Harley. Really?
1: What Absolutely.
0: Well, it's a, it's a caffeinated drink. I don't drink alcohol anymore, so I, I, I'm off of the Boda box wine.
1: I've never known you to drink, sir.
0: Well, I didn't drink on the job. I drink after the job, and I drink to cope with the difficulty of working with um, old codgers like you.
1: <laughs> well, you had your ads full, did you? Well,
0: you wanted to talk about Cockeyed Joe, and that... Okay, we'll
1: start there.
0: Let's start with Joe. Um,
1: well, let's start. I'll tell you how I met him.
0: How did you meet Joe.
1: In 2007 in East Missoula, I got hit by a car. Okay. And I was—I had a beautiful home here in Missoula. I had my beautiful trucks and beautiful girlfriend. And what year uh, was
0: that? Was that like 2003? 2007.
1: Oh, 2007. Okay. And uh, so I got hit by a car, got crippled. I couldn't work no more because of a dramatic brain injury, broke both my hands. That's right. I,
0: I, so I I remember you telling me that. Um a
1: long time ago.
0: That was back when Wayne was around, he, Joe. Well, no,
1: Wayne didn't come Wayne later.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So you met Wayne way afterwards. So so you met Joe after getting hit by a car, East Missoula. Let me tell you I met Joe. Okay, okay.
1: So 2009, I lost my home. I lost everything I had and I had nowhere to go, and I'm just walking down the street, and this old cock-eyed dude said, hey, come over here and have a drink. (laughs) So I went, what? He goes, try some vodka. So uh, that was the beginning of me and Joe. Were were you a drinker back then, Harley? No. Oh, you weren't, you weren't.
0: No drugs,
1: no alcohol, nothing.
0: So, so I mean, obviously you've had a drink before, but that was sort well, of your. Of inter- I had
1: my beers down again. That
0: what? was the introduction to the street life. So Joe kind of showed you the ropes of the streets. Well,
1: I was dying, and I was, I was, I was just dying. And he goes, he goes, Joe goes, uh, take your drink of this; it might pep you up a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And it did. You know, it's so interesting
0: that you are here um, I read a poem about Joe um, On Veterans Day On November 11th And in that poem You are in that poem, Harley Because you were the one that found Joe When he collapsed on he um,
1: died right in front of me
0: What it, what it happened? I mean, I, I don't I don't Kay, think let we let ever had a chance Kay's to talk about truth. that Yeah, yeah
1: Do you want to know the truth? I do Okay, me and Joe We were having an argument that night Because he stole my bottle gotcha I made like 30 bucks right I bought a bottle and he put it in his jacket and said, it's mine it's mine of course I I didn't care you can have it Joe
0: yeah yeah
1: so he was up on the back patio that's all fenced off beyond the Badlanders right right you know where I'm talking about hmm he was up there I was madder than hell at him but I already bought another bottle I bought Joe Hunter's bottles.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, he goes, Harley, Harley, help me. So I went up there and helped him down. You know them wooden steps?
0: Yep, yep.
1: He was so crippled. So I got him down the steps and he goes, Here's your bottle back. I was like, Joe, you can have it. <laughs> so I, he says, Give me to the courthouse so I can use the bathroom. hmm. So I helped him down the steps and we got out in front of the palace and he fell over dead on me.
0: He just collapsed.
1: It was the most horrifying thing I ever seen.
0: What was so hor- horrifying about
1: it? He cringed up and his whole face changed and I didn't even know it was Joe anymore. and He shit all over everything. It was terrible.
0: So was it kind of like he had a stroke or it seemed like he just I don't had. Know what happened. Yeah,
1: he died right there.
0: You know, they they had him um on. He
1: said he lived afterwards, but he was
0: he was. I mean, he wasn't conscious. I I saw him in the hospital. Dead. I saw him in the hospital after that. Before they no, pulled you're the plug. About
1: the other time, he's been in the hospital several times for the same thing. Oh, okay. This time he was doomed. He was dead. By the time I got to the hospital, yeah, he was dead. I had to walk all the way down there. Well, did,
0: <laughs> did you have to identify his body?
1: No. I already
0: really knew. You know, I didn't know that Joe was a veteran until after he passed away. Um, And I don't even Joe think. Joe was not a veteran. He wasn't a veteran? No. Okay. He had mentioned that. Well, I'm I, a
1: veteran. He's not a veteran.
0: There, there's a lot of those claims on the streets sometimes where people say they are he was veterans. Only
1: 52 when he died. Okay. He was
0: that young? All right, and you said you were a veteran because you you lied about your age and you went to Vietnam, huh?
1: I had to. I was drafted.
0: What was the, what was that like? What would did you serve as? Um, I'm a civilian, so I don't I don't know much about you know serving in the military, other than what I've been told. What do
1: you want to know these things
0: for? Well, I don't necessarily. I'm just asking questions. Well, one oh, thing I am interested, you know, Harley, one thing I'm, I'm interested in is um, Kathleen Jenks. I never
1: claimed anything. I always denied right. to in a veteran because they spit on me and they called me a baby killer, so I denied it.
0: Yeah. What about your relationship with Judge Jenks? I loved her. <laughs> you love Kathleen Jenks. Yes. Yeah. Of was course. She, was she hard on you sometimes? No.
1: I used to bag her to give me time. I sober up. Yeah, yeah. She would, She always made me laugh. And... Well, I think one of the things,
0: because I remember talking with Judge Jenks about um, the lack of treatment options, and, you know, that was one of the realities. If if someone on the streets wanted to get sober, um, there was a lot of hoops you had to jump through, and then even if you jumped... No,
1: I never had to jump to no hoops. Did you ever go through treatment? No. No.
0: Nothing. Do you sober up on your own or do you sober up because... I
1: did it several times right there at the Pavarello.
0: Yep, you did. I remember I that. I
1: remember I went to... Uh, I went over to Butte.
0: Yep, I do remember that. I
1: sobered up. You guys held my bed. First thing I got...
0: Was that the MCDC program? Yes. Oh, that's right.
1: I sobered up lots of times back in those days.
0: What are the, the types of things that send you back to drinking? Are there is there anything that... Pain. Tri- physical Pain.
1: Losing my wife and kids, family, yeah. homes, jobs, everything.
0: You're an artist, Harley. Yes, I am. And you, you, you draw pictures and you make some amazing. No more, I know. Is it because your hands? The
1: I could probably draw again, but I got to be in the right mood.
0: Right, right.
1: You gotta have a enlightenment.
0: <laughs> you gotta feel it, right? Yes. Well, you're a hardcore son of a gun. Um, what are your plans for for tonight? Because you you're not currently going to be staying at the pav tonight. Are you going to be just out on the streets, panhandling?
1: No yeah. panhandling. Let you get me down there. Uh, <laughs> I panhandle till two o'clock.
0: What what are so? Is there anything different on the streets nowadays versus the last time you were in Missoula? All well,
1: my friends are dead.
0: That is a difference, isn't it?
1: it makes it a lot easier for me.
0: <laughs> that's some gallows humor. What What about the the drugs on the streets? Have you noticed more meth? More people doing the know. the crazy meth shit? I don't know. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm interested I don't
1: know in. do not about drugs,
0: bro You know that. You don't even know anything about cannabis. I know. Yes. <laughs> you know, cannabis is going to be completely legal um, and yes, sold please. recreationally as of January first.
1: Everybody's smoking it. Yeah, is that good shit?
0: There's there's a lot of high quality cannabis out there, on the on the streets. So, that might be something that we'll have to you look into. Smoke
1: weed yourself, sir. I
0: love cannabis. I think cannabis is a fantastic thing. You know,
1: you gonna give me a hit tonight?
0: It's it's funny. We'll, we'll talk about that off the record. Um, it's it's funny because the only thing I ever had a problem with when it comes to cannabis and and people that were using pov services, um, is is the fact that you know cannabis costs money. Not my my point would be well, if you want to you know smoke cannabis, maybe you should. Try and get out of the shelter first before you before you do the that. Shelters but.
1: are full of cannabis.
0: Well, absolutely, I would think so.
1: There's smoking towns.
0: What was um What was staying at the the new pub like? Were you
1: ever in the new building? Before? I liked it all. Yeah, I just got in a fight. That's all. Yeah, it
0: happens. Was someone disrespecting you? Yes, that happens too. It happens. It
1: happens.
0: No, at the new pub or.
1: Yeah, the new pub. No. I bought, okay, let me tell you the truth, Travis. You want to hear the truth or you want to hear a lie?
0: I want to hear the truth, man.
1: So I went uptown to the courthouse, right? Yep. I made $157 that day. Dang! Mm -hmm. Because people love me. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a lovable person.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh,
1: so I went down to the... Pub, everybody's going, Harley, Yeah, we need a drink, we need a drink. So I bought uh, five bottles. So there's a bunch of them out back drinking. Yeah. You know the, the new pub back there in the picnic tables? Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. So five pints? You got five pints to no, pass around? No,
1: five liters.
0: Holy crap, Harley.
1: And they're all back there drinking and the women are turning into monsters. And I'm just like, <laughs> shit. Because I can't fight against women. And then uh, I didn't do a damn thing. So when I came in check-in time, yeah, they breathalyzed me. <laughs> I didn't cause not one argument, not one problem. Yeah, I was mellow. I was cool. And they kicked me out.
0: That's a pain in the ass.
1: So I was out there was so Indian dude. And his wife, which we go way back, me and it, we've always been warriors. Yeah.
0: Fist yeah. fighters. I just
1: yeah. to, me and him were fighters all our lives. Yeah. We hate each other, but he had a whole jug of rum, and he goes, ah, you're kicked out too. I was like, ah. I said, Would you share me that rum, you son of a bitch. I had a whole bottle too. Yeah. So, uh, kicked me out for 13 days.
0: Thirteen days is that what their their rule for being? I don't
1: know. Yeah, I haven't been down there since. Yep. This is what I made mean. This is I already. This is just not even what usually. You,
0: yeah, already, you you were you were showing me your wad of cash that you were making. I
1: make money. You do. You
0: definitely make money. Yep. And if you wanted to stay inside, you probably could, right? If, if you want to
1: stay inside, you don't make nothing. Yeah. There's a twenty on top of it. Usually I make twice as much.
0: Yeah, because
1: people love me.
0: Yeah, because I'm a good dude. Remember the? It, I don't think it was the. Was it the Badlander? I think one of the things that, that you got sort of in trouble for back the last time you were in Missoula was taking ripping those those metal grates off of the Badlander. Do you yes, remember that? I did. It. <laughs> what was going on that night? Because from what I hear, you were uh, you were just going after those metal grates. I tore
1: them all off and threw them in the middle. That's back when I was in the war with the police.
0: Right, right.
1: And then they put them grates up where set.
0: They did that specifically to keep people I like you off. off. That's right. Yeah.
1: And I threw them in the middle of the street. And I picked up all the manhole covers and threw them in the did,
0: street. Did you get in trouble by, by law enforcement yes.
1: for that? I went to jail for uh, nine months.
0: Is that what you went to prison for? No. No. They
1: dropped all charges. The Badlanders did.
0: Gotcha. What did you end up um, getting sent to prison for then?
1: Fighting with the police. okay. What started it, I was down on Brooks. Mm -hmm. And I'm just cruising along, right? And I only made, it was a terrible night. It's hard to stand on Brooks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: When I was up at Albertsons. I didn't do very good. So I made enough. I got my leader at the liquor store. Mm-hmm. And $6 at the, uh, I'm telling you the truth, $6 bought. At, remember the Dairy Queen, the old Dairy Queen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The old Dairy Queen. Right. On the other side of Brooks. Gotcha. On this side of Brooks. Uh-huh. Six dollars for two corn dogs, uh, some fries, uh, deal. That was what I ate every night. Yeah. So i I'd been broke after that. Except for, usually I make about fifty bucks a day at Albertson's. Right. Cause they love me.
0: But and that was a bad evening. You didn't make yeah. that much money, and and so were you angry when when the cops came to talk
1: to you? No, I was <laughs> not angry. So what happened, you're not letting me talk. So what happened is, I went up there, had my bottles. So mm-hmm. I'm full, I got all the whiskey I need. Had a full pack of cigarettes. I'm not angry. And I went up to, to the uh, Dairy Queen, and I said, I want the deal. And They said they raised it 50 cents.
0: Oh, really?
1: I'm like, Come on, I eat here every night almost. This is they going, Oh, we're not gonna let you eat I should just bought a hamburger, but I was so I seen this car parked off in the, in the right next to it, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was a cop. So I went up and I went, Hey brother, uh can you spare fifty cents? He came out with a thunder blue.
0: Was it like an undercover cop
1: or? No, police officer. Okay. Not no more, ex police officer. Oh. Pulled his gun on me. And I said, that's assault with a weapon. And he turned around and called the cops and said, I pulled a knife on him. Huh. It was a lie. He lied about me. Got me sent to prison.
0: And that's ex. he was a- I took a-
1: it to court. They wanted to give me 20 years. Oh, wow. I got it down. I did my five years in prison. Yeah. They lied. They put an innocent man in prison. So I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, man. So I took off and he kept chasing me down, him and his family or whatever. Finally, next thing I know, I'm some I wanted, you know that little, uh, where they show uh, that store down there? uh, on Brooks, where they show porno. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were. Ch- he was chasing me down with his gun. I ran in there. I said, "Call the cops! He's trying to kill me." Wow. And I went to prison. So they came in and arrested me because I had my remember my old knife. I yeah. Yep. I still got one of my knives.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, like, who who doesn't? When you're on the streets, you have to have something to protect yourself. This is a nice one. I like this knife. And, uh, well, I never, I never knew, I never heard that story, Harley. So, I'm telling you the truth. Thank you for sharing that. I, I appreciate that. So,
1: uh, I took him to jury trial. <laughs> right at the end of the trial, they said, "We'll drop it to criminal endangerment, five years in prison, or we we'll give you 20 I was trapped because I had no witnesses. I had, they had all the police on their side, everything on their side.
0: So you, you took
1: the plea agreement? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I that, was innocent. I believe you. Have you ever known me? I know I stabbed my duck. He tried to murder me. I stabbed other people who tried to murder me. And I won all them cases.
0: Yeah remember um the fight that Joey Gonzalez got in? Um uh Johnny Belmares. Remember Johnny Belmares? got no, I don't
1: want to talk about Johnny Belmares.
0: You don't wanna talk about that? It's been a long
1: time. I don't trust that dude, man.
0: Well anything else you wanna you wanna talk about before we kinda of
1: wrap it up and Did you wanna talk about Johnny Five? Who who's Johnny Five? Remember Johnny Five, Joey Gonzalez they all killed him.
0: Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Gonzalez or um, Joey Gonzalez died in Butte. I know, right?
1: He could never whip me in a fight. He wasn't he a boxer? Wasn't Joey a boxer? I'm a champion boxer. Yeah. He thought he was.
0: You did some boxing too, huh?
1: I won three awards.
0: Dang.
1: So what are you wrapping up? Let's get high. <laughs>
0: Well, this has been an excellent conversation, and Harley, I'm so glad that we were able to to share this. And I'm going to go I ahead. You did a good job. You did an excellent job. You did. You just told your story. You told your truth, man. It's all about just just talking. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and, and turn this off so we can talk for real. Okay.